0: Quickly before we start this being the last episode for the year 2020, I would like to thank everyone who supported my podcast this year by listening every week and subscribing. If you need my podcast before you do anything, please, please, please click that subscribe button. It helps me a lot. And after you have listened to the episode, please leave a rating for the podcast. Click my GoFundMe in the description. If you want to support the show, thank you and happy holidays. Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what? How do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mom said, "If I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well I will find out and like the pe- all the people who are, who are listening um you will find out too if you don't know let's get to.
1: Christmas story, I'm sorry but it's sad, it'll either break your heart too or make you scratch your head. A few years ago on Christmas Eve, Santa was at our house, he must have been tired cause he laid down for a minute on our couch. He jumped up in a hurry, checked all his reindeer, flew off into the darkness, they were scratching from ear to ear. It was the loudest Christmas we ever had, one we'll never forget. Scratched and and combed our hair and we're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to our house anymore, we don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones who gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer lice.
0: Hello everybody. Today is the special, well, Christmas special. Joe Lysette is here. Today, on my podcast, you may get quite a lot of funny jokes. If you hear something about a ball ball, then don't worry. It just has his face on it. Also, if he say comic, means comedian, okay? Because that's the short word for comedian. We had the best game. We talked about Strictly, if you know what Strictly Come Dancing is. And yeah, I just loved talking to him. He was really fun to talk to, and yeah. So, I hope you've fun listening to it. Bye. Well, not bye. I'll see you at the end of this podcast. Every year
1: on Christmas Eve out in the snow and ice, he drops him presents in the yard because he don't want to catch no lice. It was the lousiest Christmas we ever had one we'll never forget. It's in this and calmed our heart. We're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to our house anymore. Don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones who gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer life. Hello. Hello.
0: How are you? Good. How are you?
1: I'm
2: very good. I'm excited for Christmas. <laughs> me I've, too. Got, I've got my Christmas tree up behind me, as you can see. Yeah. And actually, let me show you. My friend, who's an artist, he makes baubles with, um, with people's faces on them. And he's done one of me. Does it, do you think it looks like me?
0: Sort of.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. It sort of looks like me. It's quite a weird version of me, but I'm, very, <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled with it. It's a nice addition to my tree. I'm very happy. <laughs> So what have you asked Santa for Christmas? Mm,
0: well, my dad to marry his girlfriend. Yeah, that's really it. Whoa, what? Guys, don't
2: be like my friend here. Oh, that, what was that? I didn't hear... Didn't...
0: My dad to marry his girlfriend.
2: Ah, oh, lovely. Yeah, that's something. lovely nice, see everything. <laughs> That's a nice thing to ask for. Well, fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> did See? you watch Strictly last night?
2: Yes, I did. Uh, did you? I'm guessing you did. Yeah. I was thrilled because I've worked with uh, Bill Bailey before and he's such a nice man and he's really yeah. um, funny. He's a really funny man. Yeah. And um, I didn't think he'd win because I thought that the, uh, the public would vote maybe one of the youngsters. In mm. as yeah. the winner, but so I was surprised and delighted. It was quite emotional as well, wasn't it? Because there was all that mm. they were all crying and saying how much they loved each other. It was <laughs> just what we all needed after the news that Christmas was going to be very different this year. Mm. Who was he your favorite?
0: Uh, well, I have two phrases. He was one of my favorite, so was Maisie and Gorka.
2: Yeah, they're good. Mm. I also, I'm sad that Clara Ampho didn't make it to the final because I really Mm. like Clara Ampho. She's great as well. They're all really good, though. Lots of good good people. A good series, a good year for Strictly.
0: Would you like to be on it, like and Tess or a dancer?
2: So, uh, I went on uh, to do the Terms and Conditions two years ago. So, um, I went to see it live. And it's an amazing experience. It's really, you know, the, the atmosphere in there is very exciting. I don't think it's for me to actually do, though. I don't think I'd like to. Be. <laughs> I've got, I'm not that great a dancer. My legs are a bit, I've got a dodgy, slightly dodgy knee, and I think I'd feel a little bit exposed. <laughs>
0: um,
2: would you like to do it? I feel like you, I mean, I don't know what you're like, Gwen, as a dancer, but I, just instinctively, I feel like you're very good at, Street dance.
0: I do like dancing, but I don't it's quite weird being on the stage, so not really.
2: Yeah, you just want to dance on your own or with friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people watch that show and there's a and then to have the judges critique your dance and all of that, I think I'd find it all a bit much. Mm. I'd much rather just have a boogie in the house with the cat.
0: (laughs) We usually do a quick fire round. Is that a good way to warm up?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Would you like to do it?
2: (laughs) I would like to do it. Yes, I would.
0: (laughs) Okay, so this is the game of would you rather. Right. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Home or in a crowd.
2: Home, home I love being at home
0: <clears throat> high heels or bare feet uh, uh,
2: oh that's a tough one um, high heels I really like um, uh, trying high heels on
0: <laughs> breakfast or dinner
2: breakfast all the way I love breakfast favourite meal of the day sausages <clears throat> bacon egg love them all
0: dancing or singing
2: oh ooh. dancing
0: um winter or summer
2: summer i mean I, i'm getting better with winter but i find summer more fun because the garden's more exciting
0: funny or romantic
2: funny always funny
0: warm or cold
2: I'm quite hot-blooded, so I'll go with cold because I get I overheat very quickly. So I like <laughs> I'm like a uh, like a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> no, the opposite of a lizard. I can't I generate too much heat. I'm,
0: like,
2: <laughs> I'm a radiator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shine your furry.
2: Furry all the way.
0: Great, that was fun.
2: That was fun. <laughs>
0: I have lots of questions to ask you, so let's get to work.
2: Okay, okay.
0: What is your actual job?
2: <laughs> I don't know, Gwen, to be honest. I suppose my job is to be silly. That's my job. <laughs> my my whole uh, purpose is to sort of say silly things about what's going on in life and make people feel a little bit... Uh, lighter about the things that are going on maybe in their mm. life, and make them laugh I suppose so yeah my job is to make people laugh and be silly which is a good job it's a, it's a fun <laughs> job to have
0: what was your favorite subject when you were at school and were you naughty at school
2: I was a little bit naughty I used to talk too much in school I used to like reflect <laughs> be quiet and I used to always hate that because I used to think who are you to tell me to be quiet you know to my teachers that get really cross about it um <laughs> uh what was my favorite subject i always loved like we did um media studies and i always loved that because it was we could just watch films and be a bit sort of um it, it didn't feel like proper work um, and i always like kind of visual uh, mm. arts and stuff so yeah media studies i really enjoyed but I enjoyed lots of my subjects. I didn't really enjoy sport, but I <laughs> and maths. Uh, I didn't really like science at the time, but I love science now. The older I get, I really like science. What's your favourite subject?
0: It's hard because I love English, but I'm very good at maths. And I'm bad at, and I'm not so good at math, English. Yeah. So I'd have to choose maths. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs>
1: Well, guess what? I got the lie detector test. Yeah. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> well,
0: English? According to my parents' meetings. I'm better at math. I think you picked up on one tiny thing. You're brilliant at English. No. <laughs> anyway, I'll shut up. You carry on.
2: Quite a good grasp of the English language, I would say. <laughs> You speak. You can speak it. (laughs) That's a good start. At least. Yeah.
0: What did you want to be when you grew up?
2: I want. I don't really. I think I wanted to show off. I wanted to be an actor. I think. Um, (laughs) There was a show I used to watch called The OC. California, here we come. Which, um, right every, we they're in California and it's California. sunny all the time and everyone's beautiful and I thought, I want to be in that and the only way to get to that is to be an actor, I thought. Um, then I tried acting and I didn't really get many roles. I wasn't very good at it. So uh, then I started telling jokes and people quite liked that so I ended up doing this. But actually I think this yeah. is better because I get all the control. I can say what I like. I don't have to be I don't have to read what's on the script. I can write my own script, which is a lot more exciting and a lot more fulfilling creatively.
0: What do you do if people don't laugh at your jokes?
2: Oh, it's horrible, Gwen. It's horrible.
1: Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Hey, hey, funny guy, I got a joke for you. What smells rotten and puts
0: people to sleep? Your act.
2: um you that's that's when you sort of have to really kind of work hard to kind of get them back see so uh, there's a comedian um called Roy Walker who used to host a lot of TV back in the day and he told me that you um uh you don't learn to be funny when they're laughing and what he meant by that was when they're not laughing you you have to be creative and you start sort of your brain goes into a kind of problem solving mode and it goes right how are we going to make these people laugh what am I going to do am I going to do a silly face am I going to make a silly noise do I I kind of speak to them and go into the room what do I do to kind of engage them and get them excited and so um, it's a little bit of that but sometimes I've done shows where they've just not laughed and they've not liked me at all and it's hard because you obviously want them to laugh but you learn a lot doing it so it's an important part of the process Mm. Uh, I think everyone should have a little go at stand-up would you ever do stand-up comedy Gwen?
0: I have to think about that
2: yeah (laughs) well we need more women doing it so um, if you could could, that would be great
0: I think I may be, need to be a little bit older until I can do that. No,
2: you can do it whenever. You can start
0: <laughs> How do you become a comedian? Did you have to do lots of exams or practice?
2: Uh a, not a formal exams, but you do lots of competitions where you are up against other comedians mm-hmm. and obviously there are winners and losers in in that and I won a couple okay. and lost most of the ones I did but um I, I learned a lot doing them. And then yeah, it's a lot about doing lots of gigs. So you can't really read a book and know how to do it. You just have to go out and experience it. And I found in life, if you want to do anything, the only way to do it really is to start doing it. If you want to learn to paint, you can't read about painting. You just got to start painting. And every yeah. time you're painting, you learn a bit more. So it's all about trying it and failing and then trying again. That's, that's, what, that's basically what life's all about, really.
0: Mm. I get nervous before I do podcasts, but I feel really good after. Do you have to really be confident or can you learn to be confident?
2: Nerves are really good. So if you're nervous, it means that you care about what you're about to do because you want it to go well and you're thinking oh how could it go wrong and oh I hope I don't do that or I hope this doesn't happen and then you think oh well if that works that'd be amazing and you, your brain's going at a million miles an hour and if you stop feeling nervous then that I always think is a bit dangerous because it's like oh you don't care anymore if you're not nervous that's so what why bother so nerves are really good when I first started doing stand-up I was so nervous I couldn't eat before I was uh, really kind of pacing around and couldn't do anything I was really <laughs> and now when I get nervous before a show it makes it makes me excited actually and I've learned to channel those nerves into a kind of feeling of oh something's about to happen and anything could happen and isn't that exciting and we <laughs> feel very alive and we're living so I don't think they go away and they shouldn't go away but you do get better at learning to channel them into a yeah. into the right way but yeah I feel so good afterwards it's a real rush that feeling of like, I did it and I overcame that fear and those nerves and I did the thing. So, yeah, keep doing the podcast if it makes you feel nervous. That's good. Do
0: you have any favourite comedians who, like, expire? Expire? I cannot say this word. Expired
2: <laughs> you? I was trying, what was the word I was trying to say the other day? Con- Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do it now. Conscientious. (laughs) In the war, people that, um, in World War II, people that didn't want to go to battle because they were conscripted, so they had to go. And if they said, no, I don't want to go, they were known as (laughs) conscientious objectors. And it's a really hard thing to say. And someone was talking to me about them before. Um... Uh, I who inspires me? So many comedians. Bill Bailey. Bill Bailey inspires mm-hmm. me. Um, I'm inspired by a lot of comics that I watched when I was sort of in my late teens. So people like Alan Carr and Michael McIntyre, mm-hmm. and um, there's a, a female comic called Sarah Kendall who's really funny. I always loved her stuff. Uh, and then I'm I, I'm also inspired by people who do things that. I can't. So, people that do very well crafted one liner stuff, I really struggle to do. So, there's people like Gary Delaney, he's very good at that. Every Christmas day, we always have pigs in blankets, or as you probably call it, relatives sleeping in the spare room.
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't know what to get my little niece for Christmas, so I asked my sister what she's into. Apparently, at the moment, she's mad about frozen stuff, so I got her some oven chips and peas. <laughs> Tim Vine. So there's loads of people. I get inspired all over the place. I like to kind of be exposed to as much inspiration as possible.
0: Mm. Have you done any other jobs?
2: Oh, yes, Gwen. I worked selling ice creams in a theatre for many years, and I really enjoyed that. I had, to, like, the tray round my... So in the interval, I'd come out, and I'd have the little tray with all the ice creams, and I'd sell them to
0: <laughs>
2: That was really fun. Uh, And worked on the bar there a little bit as well. I also worked in a mini golf shop, and I used to um, uh, sort of give people their golf clubs and their golf balls. I worked in a call centre for a for a while, and I didn't like that at
1: all. 100,000 calls a day. The hotlines to some of the biggest corporations in the country. Sentel Online, Melanie speaking. How can I help you? Centel Online, Melanie speaking. How can I help you? Again, my name is Melanie, and have a great day. Do you only hire women named Melanie? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trick of the trade. Callers like to think they get the same service rep. This here is the Melanie and John section, and you are over here with the Jennifers and Stevens. This is you
2: because they were horrible there they weren't nice um I feel like I did other jobs as well oh I'll tell you what I did do I only did it once I worked in for this sort of um serving food but it was like a ball it wasn't a restaurant and I had to I'd done quite well serving all the meals up and then I had to serve the coffee and I went and poured you have to pour the coffee at the table and I poured the coffee uh, and thought I'd done a good job. And when I put the, pulled the coffee jar back up, the coffee had kind of run around the lip of the, uh, the ju- of the jug and had gone onto the man's lap who I'd been pouring it to. And he hadn't said anything. And he had a lap full of coffee. And I thought, do you know what? This isn't for me. <laughs> so that, that was, <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. I thought, I don't want to do this. I don't want to live a life of pouring coffee onto people's laps. So I, I, I stopped that, that after that day.
0: Can you tell me what you do on a normal day at work from the beginning to the end?
2: Oh, well, there's no, there isn't really a normal day for me because they're all, they're all different. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm on tour, then I'll normally wait quite late because I'll be up late the night before so I probably won't wake up till sort of 10 11 o'clock and then I'll ease my way into the day with a bath and maybe do a bit of emails and checking checking what's going on and then I'll spend the afternoon sort of probably doing something to distract myself from the show until about five o'clock when you get to the venue and then you start doing technical rehearsals and making sure everything works all the sound works and all of that And then you start the show at about eight o'clock and then for about two hours, you're just doing the show and then you spend the kind of two or three hours after the show because you feel so good like you do after your podcasts, Mm -hmm. buzzing and kind of bouncing off the walls. Then you go to bed and you start again. That's basically it. But then on a writing day, I'll try and wake up early and write early and then have the afternoon where I can be a little less um, strict with myself. So I'll Mm -hmm. write in the morning but then if I'm doing a TV show then that can be you know like when I do Sewing Bee there's a program I host called Sewing Bee I'm up at Mm -hmm. half five and I'm on set with the sewers normally by about seven half seven and sometimes you can go through to like nine in the evening it can be a really long long day so yeah it's um each day is different which is what I quite like about it.
0: Mm. Do you do pretty fun stuff
2: at work? Oh, yeah, it's all fun. Sometimes it's not fun. There's a lot of travel involved, but all the other stuff's fun. It's just play, isn't it? It's just sort of being silly and bouncing off what people tell you. And, and you get to be rude in my job. That's one of the things I like. So, like, people really like it if you're rude to them. Never understood that, but people come and sit in the front row of a comedy show and they want you to say, oh, I don't like your top. That's horrible. And they like it and they're wearing the top uh so yeah it's strange isn't it really strange so um but it's kind of fun it's quite nice to be able to in a safe way be able to kind of say what you want to say and be kind of honest and truthful because sometimes we think you know things in our heads and they're not very kind and and, it, and we're right to not say them to the people that we're thinking them about and we're right to think about them and go oh should i really think that about that person and is that just me being kind of um, thoughtless and um, in- instinctive? And um, sometimes it's fun to just go, oh, no, I don't like her. I think she's rubbish. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Sometimes it's fun to do that.
0: <laughs> do you ever dance at work?
2: Yeah, Sometimes. <laughs> so uh on my last i think it's my last d v d at the end i just uh, while the while the credits are rolling that's just a video of me dancing and it's just <laughs> doing silly moves It's really fun <laughs> oh and oh that's the other thing i did a i directed a music video that I was in earlier this year. did a dance routine in that and we choreographed the whole thing so actually maybe I should do strictly <laughs> do you, you like dancing then that's obviously a thing you like doing
0: pretty much yeah if I can't find anything I can't do except from dance I like go into my room and yeah. dance
1: do you
2: want to be a, do you want to be a dance when you grow up or is that more for more for fun, like you were saying before more, about...
0: More for fun.
2: Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up?
0: When I get more of this podcast, like used to, when I'm more used to it, I'll probably find out. Yeah. yeah. have to leave that till ages
2: away. It's ages away. And also you can change your mind whenever you like, because lots of people do. Yeah. They go, oh, I've been a teacher for 10 years, don't like it anymore, I'm going to go and do something else and... There's, uh, there's a stand up called harry hill a very funny mm-hmm. man, and he used to be a doctor very um very uh smart doctor and he decided to become a comedian so you can you can change whenever you like
0: mm. what is your funny story that happened to you at work
2: Oh oh there's so many I'm just trying to think of ones that um oh there was a really funny day on sewing bee we did um this is on the last series we did there's always a children's week and they have to make clothes for children and um one of the sewers matt uh had made this outfit for a child and they had children's mannequins so like it's not a real child you have to just put the clothes onto the mannequin and he only realized too late that the trousers he'd made for the mannequin were too tight And so me and Matt had to basically grab this mannequin and, like, ram the trousers over this mannequin's legs. And it looked so silly and funny watching us two silly grown men try and force a child mannequin into some trousers that were just far too small for him.
1: Now you listen to me. I don't know who you are or where you came from, but I'm the only one in this town that can wear tight pants. You got it? I will end you.
2: that was a very funny moment we laughed a lot that day
0: (laughs) that's funny do you have a dressing room and do you wear makeup
2: yeah and yeah I love wearing makeup and I've tried doing drag a little bit as well where I wear like really wild makeup and I love doing that as well so um yeah I quite like makeup it's it's fun, isn't it? Again, it's like painting, you can sort of do whatever you like. Do you <laughs> like makeup? <laughs> Mainly? Yeah. It's, it, it's a weird one because obviously boys, when they're growing up, or I mean, it's different these days, but when I was growing mm. up, boys were not meant to wear makeup and it seemed right. weird that boys would make whenever a boy wear, wore makeup. But I've always liked painting my fingernails. And I never got the chance to when I was younger because I always felt a bit sort of like, oh, people would think I was silly. And actually, because my job is now being silly, I just do it anyway. I haven't painted them recently, but I think um, makeup historically has just been for girls. And there's been almost a pressure on girls to wear makeup. And actually, I think what it should be is if you want to wear makeup, great. And if you don't, then you shouldn't have to. So. hopefully when you're older you can choose if you want to wear it or not and enjoy the art of putting it on if you do or not bother if you don't want to
0: Mm. what do you wear
2: uh so i really like a mad coat (laughs) so i like i've got loads of coats and they're all bonkers and when you ask me the furry or shiny most the reason i chose furry is because most of my coats are furry I've got, I have got some shiny coats that mainly I like, and it's faux fur, it's not real fur, because I think that's wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, do you like the pelt?
0: I want you to be honest, because some... ...stopped me on the way in. What poor unfortunate creature had to die for you to wear that?
2: My Aunt Trudy, I replied, just walked away, just walked away, ladies and gentlemen. So it's, um, yeah pretend fur but normally in a weird in lots of strange colours and yeah so I like a Leica coat and and then normally it's a sort of jumper I like this jumper because it's really bright yellow and yellow mm. is one of my favourite colours
0: <laughs> I've got a fair coat on today
2: oh, yeah it's nice isn't it it's sort of nice to sort of stroke yourself and go oh I feel like a cat <laughs>
0: They call me the Permaster 555. The what? The Permaster 555. Gwen the Cat. <laughs> do you have to do anything on a computer?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose I don't. No, I did, probably do have to. Um, but I like writing on computers. I find it. I've, I'm speaking to you on my laptop and. I use it all the time. I, I, I like using mm-hmm. the computer and I like being able to edit little films and make little art pieces on here and all of that. So I think the computer used well is a brilliant tool. So, yes, I use computers a lot. But sometimes yeah. it can be a, a kind of the enemy because you end up spending lots of time scrolling through the Internet when actually you should <laughs> And I'm very good at that, Gwen. Gosh, I'm good at Do you know the word procrastinating? No i'm I'm very familiar with it because I do it all the time. Procrastinating means to put something off so if you know you've got to write some homework you've got to do some homework you don't want to do the homework you don't want to face it so you go oh i'll um I'll organize my socks I need to organize my socks that's known as procrastinating you don't the socks can be organized whenever the homework's got to be done yeah and i do that all the time when i'm writing i go oh i'll, I'll clean the kitchen or i'll organise my socks or do something else when actually i just need to do the writing or do my do my homework
0: are people ever mean to you sometimes yeah
2: but i um i think i'm i'm quite lucky because i don't get that much people aren't that mean to me and people are generally really nice to me and um yeah very kind to me, and when people stop me in the street, if they ever do, they're always very nice to me. But sometimes they can be a little um, unkind. But often I find that when people are unkind or mean or whatever, it often is because they're not happy. It means more about them than it does about me, or if someone's unkind to you, it would would it wouldn't, probably wouldn't be anything to do with you it's just because they're sad about something and they're sort of lashing yeah. out. And so I think the thing to take away from that is um, when you're sad or cross or whatever, remember to not be unkind with it and try and be, um, try and just be honest and say, oh, I'm a bit sad or I'm a bit angry or whatever, rather than lashing out. Because sometimes, well, often that's what how people respond to it. And then you end up just spreading the sadness and the unkindness and that's mm-hmm. good, is it? So. Yes, but it's very rare. I'm very lucky because um, there are, there can be lots of mean comments about comedians, but um, generally I don't get too much.
0: If you didn't do what you do now, what would you do?
2: I've always really liked the idea of doing graphic design. I used to do graphic design before I was a stand up, doing little posters with people and I like visual art and I like fonts and colour and print hmm. so uh yeah designing things would be hopefully would be the thing I would do
0: I like fonts and I did put a different what? oh look how like, different like normal computer writing and then I'm like it's a bit boring today I want to change it yeah you change yeah. it and then you're like actually that's Ooh, really good
2: Yeah, fonts can change how you feel about what you're doing so quickly. So, yeah, I think you made the right decision there.
0: (laughs) Since it's corona, what do you do? Or are you just taking a rest from work?
2: Well, I have worked quite a lot this year, but um, when we were in the first lockdown and uh, all of that was going on, yeah, I I took quite a lot of time to just rest. And one of the things that I... One of the mistakes I made was that I worked a bit too hard, and um, and I made myself a bit too tired. So um, I'm trying to go into the future taking on a little bit less work and um, and Mm. or rest time because actually resting is good for my work. So yeah, so I had a bit. I had a lot of lying down. I did bits in the garden. I did. I read and watched (laughs) a lot of TV and. um, yeah it was it was a nice a nice relax in lots of ways what did you get up to
0: well because I was it was still like we would have been on school that time we still had like all of the lessons like things that we would be learning about so we had to do them and then once we got them out of the way we were like that's it for the day now and then the next day we would have more Saturday and we had today and then we would have to do it the next day the next day the next day until it was over and I was like now we get to have to actually go to school because there was this maths program that we had to do and I really didn't like it it was just so annoying I started talking to you and then you had to do it on like a piece of paper or something oh.
2: <laughs> maths is i mean it's amazing maths if you get good at it yeah. it's really amazing but it's so sometimes you like look at it and you go what what is that yeah, you're
0: like, what how do i do this
2: yeah exactly yeah yeah i was never very good at dividing you know <laughs> divide 20 by 4 i'd be like i'd be there for weeks going um i don't know
0: yeah sometimes you're like i don't know anything sometimes you forget like you're focusing on one like subject, like you're all the way on like plus and um subtract and times and all sorts. And then you forget division. Yeah. yeah. And you come back to it and you're like, I do not know how to do this. (laughs) You ask your teacher and you're like, um, how do I do this? (laughs) And they're like, oh, we did that last week.
2: Yeah. I've been there. I I understand it. I think if you push through, you often, you can work it out. But sometimes when you're tired, you just think, I cannot, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah.
0: Well, that was really nice. Thank you for being on my podcast. I think I can let you go now. This will come out on the 28th of December. So have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
2: And the same to you. I've had a lot of fun. It's, you're really good. You're, it's really it was a fun podcast. Um, so keep it up. How many have you done? Have, have you done lots? 30. Woo! Wow, that's amazing. There's a lot of prep involved and having to write the questions. and mm. uh, That's brilliant. Well, thanks for having me. Have a very Merry Christmas. You keep too. wearing that cool hat. I think you should just keep wearing that the whole time. It's quite itchy. It's
0: a hairband. It's a hairband, isn't it? Yes, yeah, very itchy because the band is, like, full of sequins and it's very itchy.
2: you got to suffer for fashion, Gwen. Bye, Gwen. Bye. Bye, see you soon.
0: See you soon. Hello. I hope you enjoyed that. Did it give you some chuckles? <laughs> I've been listening to it and it's pretty funny don't you think (laughs) Hehe. anyway what do i keep saying anyway anyway that word that vicious word okay gwen calm down next week we will be having a midwife on the new year so i hope you enjoyed that episode and Bye-bye for now. See you next week.